Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. All right. Good morning, everybody. This is Ron with Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. And as you can tell, I'm still not Sergio. I am not. I refuse to change over. But we also, you know, we have a rare occurrence. We have uh, with me in studio. It's been pretty barren here the last couple of weeks, but with me today we have Mr. Tony Williams of Bite On Fishing. Morning, Tony. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everyone. Great to be here in studio. Yes, it is. At least I have somebody to look at and talk to. Well, thank so. you. And then on the phones we have Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, Penn Fishing University. Steve, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, guys. I'm glad to hear that you're finally not all alone in that big old studio, all by yourself. I know it was pretty. You know, it. You know what? It's so luxurious in here that it doesn't matter. What? You know, it's isn't it nice? You don't in miss here? me. It is beautiful. In but here. also, we have our earthworm himself <laughs> coming from six feet under somewhere in the world, Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And, of course, we have the myth. And we're not supposed to say legends anymore because he would be dead, wouldn't he? No. Okay. But we have the man himself, the guy that, you know, he's my brother. He's a great person. He's got a great big heart. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Southern California. And I'm glad to see Mia in studio. He's here. The Earthworm. Happy birthday, Andrew. And uh, Steve Carson, welcome back. I know you had a great fishing uh, trip this week, and we'll hear about that. And good morning, everybody. And uh, and with respect to being alone in studio, I only have one thing to say. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. You're doing a good job, Ron. Yeah, you know, uh, right now I don't know if you guys could. Um, Steve can't hear Sergio, so maybe we can work on that. Uh-huh. Um, but um, yeah, you know, it's um, being here and doing this is, you know, it, it's now kind of second nature and stuff because you know, I figure maybe after eight years I might catch on. But you know, it, it took you know being alone a couple of times to really understand that, you know. All you got to do is talk, just like you're talking back and forth, like we're sitting on a boat moving along and talking. And and that's what the interesting part is, because so many things come up, and there's a lot of things that come up that we can't say on the radio, but... Um, well, it, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, we, <laughs> we all, we, the premise of our show was real simple. We didn't want to be like every other talk show about fishing. All right, We are a bunch of guys who love to fish talking about fishing, and that's it. Okay, we uh, we share what we do, we share what's going on, 
and hopefully we uh, we can offer some information at the same time. Have a good time. It is five o'clock in the morning, for heaven's sake. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what, though, it is five o'clock. But that's when everybody's getting up right now to go fishing. What a perfect time to have a show, and mm-hmm. get in your car for the you know even if it's into the second hour from six to seven. But what a great time in just the get morning! Excited and, you know, about it's the a day. great time. Yeah, just excited about the day and to get out there, and especially with what's going on out there in the fishing world. So. You know, let's get right to that, and let's go to Andrew and Tony and see what we got going in the freshwater. Who wants to start first? Raise your hand. Tony, go ahead. <laughs> Why, thank you. And happy birthday, Andrew. We, we were we were talking about that, and hope you had a good birthday. we got some good birthdays coming up. We'll give some shout-outs later. I'm just glad to be here, and I apologize for not coming last week. As a product man- manufacturer, I've really been... Man, we've been busy. We've been keeping these stores stocked up. In fact, Turner's is getting a big order this week, and uh, so there's a lot of lot of great fishing activity. I'm I'm interested to hear okay, what's going okay, on I'll out there. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. What, tell you what, Tony. So you get one. You get one too. Here we go. It's gonna be one of those mornings. Oh I can tell. yeah. Um, but. Mm. Go ahead and tell us what's going on. Uh, uh, yeah, I know with uh, you know what. Let's let Andrew because you know he always does the report for uh, you know he's such a knowledgeable person. Let's get him, Andrew. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So well, you uh, know, we're gonna go ahead and start. It, it's the earthworm thing. You know, when you're down underneath, you hear everything. Everybody's walking on you, talking about you, and you can hear it all. Andrew, hit it. Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so we have a. Uh, Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, they stocked a full load again on Thursday with catfish. The fish have been biting very well here. Um, Friday, usually Friday morning, uh, anglers have been kind of close to shore, uh, soaking mackerel, night crawlers, things like that. They can bite on occasion uh, or any kind of uh, uh, trout sauce. Uh, but they detect some big ones every week. It seems like there's a 20 to 30 pounder that somebody caught, took some pictures, weighed it, and then threw it back in. So Santa Ana River Lakes has definitely been, you know, one of the hot spots for catfish this season. Uh, from there, we're going to go to uh, Mountain Lakes. Mountain Lakes is doing very well. Uh, they continue to stock 1,000 pounds uh, every week, uh, 500 pounds in each lake. And kind of the same story, uh, you know, Friday morning comes along, you know, a couple anglers are getting limits quick. Uh, they're getting them on a, a shrimp, uh, dipped in the Cajun. Um, they're getting them on like a shrimp and a Kool-Aid mix. Um, they're also getting them on the cut mackerel, bonito, stuff like that. Um, so Mountain Lakes has been a, a really good fishing uh, fishery this this uh, this year. Um, from there, the uh, the San Bernardino County Lakes, uh, they continue every week to stock the 575 pounds of catfish. Um, some of these lakes are producing. Some are a little bit slower, uh, but same kind of story. Early morning. And the evening bite is, is usually the best time to find them. Um, they're getting them around the aerators. They're getting them around uh, uh, any shaded spots. If there's a dock, uh, some anglers are casting as close as they can to the dock, and these fish are coming out from underneath, you know, take a bite of their bait and then uh, running back under. Um, from there, uh, Hesperia Lake, uh, they've been stocking biweekly, so every other week. Uh, they've been either putting uh, 1,000 to 1,500 pounds of catfish in, and then they also keep throwing in about 500 pounds of uh, tilapia every other stock. So it's been uh, it's been really good fishing up there. Uh, again, same story with catfish, soaking you know cut baits, chicken livers, mackerel, shrimp, anything dipped in the bite on. 
uh, dipping the bite on sauce or like a blood sauce or, you know, other garlic baits, um, you know, producing up there. Um, the aqueduct, uh, if you're fishing the aqueduct, there's a couple guys that have been hitting it pretty hard every week. Um, they're getting them uh, some nice-sized striper up in uh, the Palmdale area. They're, what they're doing is they're finding, uh, like, a good current. They're throwing, like, a white fluke or some kind of white, like, a, like a, anything that kind of looks like a small bait fish. Throwing it in up current, letting it hit the bottom and drift down, and they're getting picked up that way. Um, I was talking to a guy a couple days ago. Um, he's been getting them in that, like, six- to eight-pound range, and they're getting multiple fish a day. Uh, some days are slower than others, but, I mean, if you're looking for kind of a local, you know, a good local spot for striper, I mean, the aqueduct pays off. You just got to, you know, put the miles in and, and walk and cast and walk and cast. But when you find them, you know, they're pretty, you know, they're pretty grouped up together. So it's been a, it's been a really, you know, unique fishery up there. And they're also getting the unique, uh, you know, other catfish. Uh, mixed in, you know, a couple carp here and there. Uh, but for the most part, you know, if you're going to fish the aqueduct, a lot of guys are focusing on uh, the striper. Um, let's see, if you're looking for trout, uh, Big Bear Lake uh, has been doing very well on the trout um, early and later in the day. I know uh, about midday, the trout bite seems to kind of slow down. You know, they're still getting them on trolling midday, uh, about two miles an hour on your boat either uh, trolling like a uh, flicker shad and then like a pink color or something bright uh, about two miles an hour. They're picking them up that way. They are seeing uh, some algae and stuff like that on the shoreline. Um, so it's making that, that shore bite, uh, you know, pretty hard. But if you're casting way out there with a longer leader, like a soaking a night crawler, dipped in, you know, bite on red crimson or uh, power bait, uh, you know, you should, you should uh, get a couple a day um, up that way to contest. Um, but if you really are looking for a limit, your best chance at Big Bear Lake for trout uh, would be on a boat. The, uh, the bass bite up there is actually starting to pick up as well. Um, these fish are sitting by docks. Uh, they're sitting by any, uh, any structure, rocks. You know, they're getting a, a good amount of largemouth uh, every day. Um, and then the occasional smallmouth is showing up as well. Um, they're getting them on... Uh, you know, plastics, uh, kind of a little slower uh, presentation. But, you know, you're, you have the also guys that are throwing, like, the Rapalas, different things like that. They're picking up a couple as well. Uh, I was actually talking to a buddy of mine uh, who was fishing, I believe it was on Tuesday, and he was throwing a Rapala. He ended up hooking a trout uh, off one of the docks out there. So that was, uh, that was really cool, you know, get a little variety going on. And then, of course, uh, the catfish. You know, the catfish up in Big Bear. Only a handful of guys target them, but you know what they're doing now is they're they're actually getting on float tubes, uh, they're getting on their boats, and they're uh, basically going out from the east end um, over there, just kind of in the shallows, and just doing like a very very slow drift. You know, uh, they're putting out the mackerel or the shrimp, you know, on the bottom, and just kind of letting the current and the wind push the boat around, and sure enough, they're picking them up that way. Um, I know one guy had a, an eight pounder this week, so. There's some really good catfish in Big Bear, um, if you're, you know, looking for that. Uh, let's go down to, uh, to Silverwood. Uh, Silverwood, same thing with the stripers. The stripers have been doing very well. Uh, the smaller grid, uh, they're getting them in, like, the one to three-pound size. Um, and then the occasional eight-pounder will show up. Seeing a couple, you know, every other week. 
uh, guys are throwing the smaller swim baits, you know, looking for points. But, you know, the guys that are catching the bigger fish, um, they're the first ones on the lake. They're getting there before all the boat traffic. You know, they're, they're hitting their, you know, those points of the, the, the you know, the better sight striper cruising around. And, uh, you know, it's most days you're not getting anything, but that one day that pays off, it's usually a, a good size, you know, fish and, and makes it all worth it. Um, from there, we're going to go up to Palmdale Fin and Feather. Now, Palmdale Fin and Feather, um, they've been doing very well on the catfish. They've had uh, two stockings this year. Um, each stock uh, had about 3,000 pounds of catfish. And, uh, I mean, they've kind of the same story, cut baits, uh, fish in the end of the docks. Um, they've been getting them over by the jetty. Okay, hey, Andrew, um, let's uh, hang on to that thought. we got to go to break here so we'll be right back this is angler chronicles on angels radio am 830 KLA. we'll be right back angels radio am 830 dana wharf sport fishing in dana point harbor check them out trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every sunday enjoy clean vessels full galleys and friendly expert captains and crew everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone including a fleet of private charters the dana wharf kids club is the coolest club of the sea featuring free fishing trips whale watching adventures and more check them out on the web for daily deals including the famous half price tuesday dana wharf sport fishing number one angler's choice since 1971 that's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830 to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA and I know guys that we are um, having a little problem with everybody hearing and they're working on this right now so real quick while we got everybody on Steve uh, Sergio and Andrew go ahead and say something let's start with Steve say you know we are having problems so let's just and Steve could just go ahead and say something, Steve, like uh, good morning or whatever you want to do and see if everybody can hear that. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're catching lots of fish. Okay. 
Perfect. Andrew? Good morning. Sergio? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, did every, <laughs> okay, did everybody hear that? I, I still can't uh, hear Sergio. Okay, so Steve yeah, can I can hear, hear Steve, but... I can hear Steve, but he can't hear me. That's fine. Okay, okay we just, just want to relay know, the, uh, the information. We want to get yeah. this worked out quickly. So, you know, uh, Andrew, go ahead and finish real quick, and then we'll head over to uh, w- when we get to Lake Elsinore. Jonathan's on the line, and we'll let him uh, take over from there. So, Andrew, go ahead and continue. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll finish it up with uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather. Um, the, the catfishing has been doing very well. Uh, this weekend, actually, on Sunday, August 21st, they have their annual Palmdale Fin and Feather picnic, and uh, one of the uh, um, they have uh, one of the main raffles is they're giving away a one-year membership um, uh, to some lucky you know uh, lucky member or or a guest of a member. Um, they're going to have live music. They're going to have uh, thousands of dollars in raffles and prizes, uh, catered food from Izzy's Tacos. Uh, they're also going to have burgers and hot dogs uh, for the kids. And um, what they're saying is it's going to be another another year with uh, another uh, great you know great time for everybody, kind of like appreciation and all that stuff going on. Um, another thing uh, that they are going to do this year that's going to be a little bit different is they're going to open up um, the renewals first uh, of December. Now they're doing this early for a reason. The reason why they're going to have it early is because they're going to have drought season. Open up a little early this year. Nice. So they're still working with the details. Yep. Uh, it used to be on, uh, or every year prior, it was uh, always like that first Saturday in February. I think last year it was like February 5th. Um, but uh, this year they're actually going to have it uh, mid-January. Um, so it's it's everyone's excited about it. Going to get out trout a little bit earlier this year. Um, and from what they're telling me is that they're going to stock extra heavy again with bigger fish it's just going to be one of those crazy things we're going to go out and i mean if you catch a limit an hour that's pretty much going to be the rule you know coming in the opener and all that so it's, uh, it's going to be pretty exciting stuff to see what they end up doing you know and uh, once they finalize everything but yeah that's uh and feather palmdale so, yeah, and feather does it. incredible they 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 stock tens of thousands of pounds per year everyone i mean this is the place where if you want to go catch some fish you're going to get hooked up it's one of our it's it's a great place to go visit i'm looking forward to this year's trout season it's uh it's one of the yeah, one of the, the common the common thing that i've heard in the past about fin and feather is like you know guys that don't know um what they say is like oh you know only the elite can fish there oh it's so expensive and you know it's only private members only but i mean for the price wise, if you really look into it, it it it's not that bad at all. You know, I mean, there there's a reason why they almost you know sell out memberships every year, and it's like, and just the amount of trout that they stock. I believe last year was uh, it was close to 125,000 pounds of trout alone, and then you know, and then they throw in the catfish. Uh, they've also uh, they're also going to throw in a couple loads of bass uh, throughout the year. You know, they're, uh, I've heard they're going to uh, probably put maybe one or two loads of those F1s, um, that, you know, that, that the big Floridas that are going to get big in there. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's an awesome lake, and, and they continue to stock, and, you know, and, and I've, I mean, every fisherman that goes there, you know, they go there kind of, you know, skeptical and leave with a smile on their face every time they go. Cool. I mean, it's, it's, 
It is, it is a great place to go, and, you know, there's always great quantity and quality of fish there. But, um, you know, our favorite place to go <clears throat> is uh, Irvine. Irvine. That's really nice. It's um, Lake Elsinore. And on the phone right now, go ahead and bring up Jonathan. Can you hear us, Jonathan? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Good, yes. Hey, Good morning, morning, sir. And uh, Jonathan's going to give us an update on Lake Elsinore because there are some things going on. And uh, so you're it. <laughs> well, first of all, good morning, everybody. It's great to hear everybody uh, on the radio. Um, and, and Tony, thank you there. That's awesome. Mia um, is here. <laughs> Mia is here. So, um, so about Lake Elsinore, um, right now we're, we're, we're going through a, a little difficult time with the lake, being that it, the, with the heat and the lake level being so low, you know, we've had uh, algae. It is a it is a natural lake, so it happens. But this uh, over the last couple of weeks, the algae has been getting uh, a little thicker, and and the and the toxicity level has risen um, to the point that we unfortunately have to close the lake for recreational use right now. Um, that means that we won't be able to do any fishing, any boating, or any swimming in the lake. And it's it's a, uh, an abundance of of caution that we do this. Um, you know, I've been with the city for over eight years, and we've had blooms like this uh, periodically over those last eight years. And 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 again, what happens is with the uh, the water level being the way it is. Um, uh, being lower and us not getting any serious rain for the last couple of years, it it um, it really exacerbates the the uh, the algae uh, and the heat that we've had. I mean, we've had you know record heats uh, over the last several weeks consistently, and so it's really uh, made some algae uh, uh, grow pretty well, and so. Uh, for the for the at least for the foreseeable future, uh, we won't be able to do any any fishing, any boating, or any swimming. We are testing the waters every week just to see where we're at, and um, you know we also have some some long term plans that we've been looking into uh, some experimental um, um, exercises from uh, uh, some different companies that can possibly help us out in the future, but. We appreciate everybody's patience and everybody's understanding. Um, the, the fish are still out there jumping, um, you know, but right now it's just a, a, a wait and see, and and, and hopefully uh, temperatures will will decrease and and we'll be able to get back on the lake again. Okay, that <clears throat> that's really good information, and and, and we're we're sorry for that, but. Um... Every lake goes through this, guys, even Big Bear and all the lakes out there. They Absolutely. all go through an algae bloom. Um, mm. Sergio, have you heard anything else? I know uh, Big Bear it's going through it, uh, and, and it has, has to do with the heat and, um, you know, with the uh, low well, that's, water. That's precisely it. Yeah. yeah. That's what's happening. And, and you know, I, was, I could barely hear um, Jonathan, but this is not something new. This happens to all lakes, especially right now in California. There's a big drought going on. And I mean, I'm, I'm here up in Northern California. You want to talk about bad, it's bad up here. Okay, all the lakes are almost empty. I mean, it, it, it's, a tough, it's a tough situation. But, but being the only nat natural lake in Southern California, 
Um, big, I, I mean, Big Bear's getting hit, but so is uh, Lake Elsinore. But you know what? They, it will bounce back, and it's just about getting this algae under control. The heat plays a huge role in what's going on. So once the algae bloom uh, dissipates, which will, okay, everything will just return back to normal. So it's just, it's just temporary. Um, hang on, okay, it, it's fine, okay, and um, but it, it, it too shall pass, as they say, and then we'll be able to get back in there and, uh, and have some fun on the lake. And there's so much more to do in Lake Elsinore other than also, you know, our favorite fishing and boating. I mean, it is the dream extreme capital of the world. And we've got everything from sporting events with the baseball, with, uh, you know, you can go motocross. And there's just so many things you can do if you want to jump out of a plane. I know Jonathan got to do some skydiving. And I've been uh, definitely thinking about one of those getting us together. Can you imagine a group of us, all four or five, six of us? and Maybe even. Uh... So I'll watch. I'll, I'll get on the plane <laughs> and watch you guys jump off. I, I will tell you this. Ron says he's in. I mean, you know, one of the good things you can do, like Elsner, go go to uh, your house, Tony. It's party time. It okay? is party time. Invite everybody. We can invite everybody that's listening. Our listeners come out, and we can go have a really good time at your house. Okay. And uh, make it happen, like Elsner in the house. Yeah, Tony. Tony's friggin' got a mansion, so he can. He's got room for everybody. I was at his house, and wow, you know, he's got his whole bite-on facility going on in there, and he's got so much room left over. The tents are growing. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ron, did you get? Were you able to take the crew to the West Wing uh, over at Tony's house? It's yes. Isn't that amazing? He's got an East Wing, West Wing, and a and a North and a South. It's pretty amazing. They're not wings. It's East Tarp. Yes, that's what. <laughs> yeah, you know. In fact, he what he did so nobody gets lost is they're all different color tarps. So it's <laughs> so when you say to the red room, it's really a red room. It's a red tarp. So. But uh, no, um, they were on sale, bro. They yeah. were on sale. Um, you know, Jonathan, I I love the lake, and it'll be fine. Um, every year, uh, we we have some kind of that because you know, hey. Uh, heat and everything else uh, and uh, low water conditions don't make for uh, great um, partners so it'll it'll change yeah it'll get better and you know as and and the lake has been building a great fishery and uh, a couple years from now it's, i cannot i can't wait for next year's dream extreme so um tournament oh yeah the the, the wipers are, are are growing and they're they're hitting hard already you know, I was out there a couple of weeks ago, and there's a guy that was fishing. He's like, "Oh, I have this huge cat on, and, and, and you know, he's got a nice bend to his rod, and he pulls it up. And it's like a, a you know, a 14 inch wiper. <laughs> that is yes. so cool. You know, and, and if nobody's funny. pulling on a wiper, they're pretty incredible. Uh, pound for pound, uh, I cannot wait till they get to 20 inches or 24. That oh, man. you will not believe the these how strong these fish are. Hold on, hold your thoughts, everybody. Yeah. we got to go to break. So uh, we'll come right back to Sergio. And then this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. And we'll be right back. Angels Radio AM830. 
Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-wearing fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and Sergio, if you remember where you were, hit it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember now, of course. You know, you get older, you forget stuff. But, um, uh, gosh, where was I going with it? Uh, I kind of forgot. Um, but um, We're talking about Lake Elsinore. Yeah, no, I realize we're talking about Lake Elsinore. I just remember what I was going to say. But none, oh, I remember now. Okay, so um, we're talking about Lake Elson. I just wanted to remind everybody that um, I got word that this uh, next week and this week and next week, actually, we're working on the Dream Extreme that we had in 2022, and that will probably be one of the new ones coming out in probably about three or four weeks. Okay, we've got an Ocean Odyssey episode coming up, and the next one after that one will be the Dream Extreme, and people can see what we're all always talking about. Okay, we had uh, a, a pretty good um, bite on the wipers, okay? And they, even though they weren't 18 inches, um, they, were, they were very, very active, okay, along with the catfish and the bass and everything else that we caught during the, the event. But it, it's coming. So that was coming in here shortly, okay? So that episode's coming up. Okay. Uh, so, Jonathan, do you have anything else for us? You know, what's going on, you know, outside, you know, the lake? Uh, you know, I know you have something coming up with the, the cars here and a couple other things. So, what it's else? Saturday. It's Saturday. Yeah, so, That's so right. 
Yeah, so real quick, next weekend is our is our last car show of the, the season. It's a sock hop theme. Um, I'm hoping Sergio and Rhonda can, can head up, uh, head down, and and, uh, and be there. We have uh, a, a great band that's playing out there. We've had, you know, close to 100 cars that have been out there, and, and it's, it's really great showing off our downtown Main Street. Restaurants are doing great, delicious food, so definitely come down. Um, we're really excited because we just launched it this last week. It's Mariachi Festival. Number two is coming up in October. Um, we have a really great lineup. Um, we actually have some really great sponsors that, uh, you know, you'll see them when we start posting everything. Um, but um, tickets are actually already on sale, and people are buying them. Uh, starting to, to gobble them up, especially the, the VIP areas. So okay. Really well, let, let me interrupt you there. I don't know if you everybody on the phone heard that, but uh, they were saying that the Mariachi's uh, tickets are already on sale. So you guys, uh, I missed last year's, but I can't wait to do it this year in the conga line. So you guys need to get out there and buy your tickets now. Jonathan says they're on sale, and they're already moving pretty quick. So, Sergio, you need to buy yeah, Danny's, I'm, and we need yeah, to get I, going. Yeah, I already talked to Danny offline, and uh, we, we're definitely going to down there, and we're going to listen and sing to Cielito Lindo. Um, you know, it's just a great event. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's um, uh, it, it, it's great, um, clean, fun. I mean, it's just um, it's just an awesome, awesome event. Really, really enjoyed myself. We were there with Tim Sheridan, the, the mayor, last year, and it was just just a great time. So. Highly recommended if you want to come out and have a good time. We'll be there. I think, uh, you know, Tony will be there. I'll be there. Um, well, obviously, Ron will come with us and you, Ron. And uh, I think the Earthworm, we can probably get him to come down as well. Jonathan will be there. You can come out and meet everybody. Just It's just fun. It's just a lot of fun. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we, we actually form a conga line and we dance to mariachi something that nobody's ever seen a conga line at a mariachi festival it's really really awesome because <laughs> yeah, we, we do things like that we get crazy so it's good all right so jonathan what else sir well um we got a lot of stuff that's, that's going on um i think the best way to, to do this today i missed like every every word i got every fourth word from sergio i heard conga line i heard uh, he's gonna sing I heard. I'm not sure if it's actually there. So, uh, for for the up to date information on on the lake and and all of our events, they, people can go to www.lake-elsinore.org. They can give me a call in the office nine five one six seven four three one two four, and my extension is two six six. Or, like everybody else, they can go over to Tony's house for breakfast Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday, he has a great uh, catfish feed. Well, <laughs> I, I heard, too, he has the omelet room. So The omelet room. It's coming back. It's, it's coming to back. The West Wing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but listen, I'll let you guys go. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Um, anglers, uh, hold on tight because uh, the lake will be back, and, and you'll be out there. Uh, getting some some wipers, some cats, and bass. Cool. Thank you, my friend, and we'll talk to you mm -hmm. later. And uh, I got your message about the Ocean Odyssey. Cool. I'm excited. Okay. Um, yeah. So and Ron, Jonathan, I got to. 
Oh, sorry. Before we go, I got a couple of people that were asking where do they get tickets. You can get tickets for the Mariachi Fest at www.lemariachifest.com. You can also go to the City of Lake Elsinore on their Facebook page, Lake Elsinore City Hall, and find all the information on that event. So it's good. We're already getting lit up for for people that want to go in October. I know. That's so cool. It's going to be sold out. You know, uh, I know Sergio will get onto this in a minute too, but you know, remember, uh, they just you just got the websites there, but you know, you, you need to go to Angler Chronicles Facebook. We post all the time on these events, and we cannot wait. Yep, you guys take That's care. Good. Have a great show. Sure. All right, great job. Okay, thanks, right. Jonathan, and we'll I'm talk to you later, there, buddy. All right. Bye. Okay, so I don't know if what else, um, Andrew. Do you have anything else at all? Uh, for freshwater, no, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. So, Sergio, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this because I'll tell you what, it's been one of the craziest saltwater weeks I have ever yeah. read about. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I can only say I read about because I'm up here in Sacramento, and I'm watching everything that's going on, and I'm going, I can't believe I'm I'm up here. You know, oh, I've uh, been in it. It is absolutely crazy. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's absolutely crazy, and I, I know the sheriff. The sheriff is coming up in a couple of segments, and I mean the sheriff went out and got on into the Dorado. Oh, it is so Dorado sh- mania. I heard yeah. the water just a few, maybe within 20 miles from uh, Long Beach, is, is in the 74, 75 degree range. Okay, so um, unbelievable fishing going on right now from San Diego all the way up, and it's just, uh, I mean. If you want to get on it, I mean, this is this is the time, okay? And uh, just just get out there, okay, and, and catch some fish. The Dorado population has has been completely blown away, okay? Because these Dorado are not babies; they're not four or five pounders. These things oh, are about so. ten to fifteen. They grow pretty fast. They're probably two or three years old, and I'm telling you, they are on the chew. Beautiful okay, fish. So, um, yeah, no, they, and not only the beautiful fish that make the most unbelievable fish tacos, even I like uh, mahi-mahi uh, tacos. I mean, they're just unbelievable. So um, you get a chance to go out there, watch the excitement. They behave somewhat like trout. They love to jump out of the water on you. They try to spit the hook. And um, then you bring them on, boat, on the boat. I mean, they're the most colorful, uh, gorgeous fish you'll ever see. And then they make unbelievable tableware. So, um, table fare, excuse me. Um, really good stuff. Really good stuff. Gerardo are absolutely going crazy. And, and then so. you go into the tuna. In fact, I wanna, I'm going to kick it over to Andrew because something happened here that hasn't happened ever, ever. <laughs> and... Um, if you've ever gotten on the Catalina Flyer, you know that basically you get service from uh, Newport Beach, mm-hmm. and they take you all the way to Avalon, okay, and then they bring you back. But all they do is they go from every morning, I think it, they leave around 8, I think it is, or 9 o'clock in the morning, they get you over to Avalon. And then in the afternoon, they have a ferry back, okay? But something crazy went on, and I'm going to hand it over to Andrew. So, Andrew, you posted about this. Why don't you tell us a story? Andrew, you need to, uh, Sergio wants you to tell us the story about what happened on the Catalina Flyer. Yeah, so something pretty amazing happened. Um, I was talking to uh, Sterling Miles, who's the captain um, on uh, the Catalina Flyer. 
they they came across uh, heading to, to uh, Catalina and they noticed some tuna right outside of Avalon. So once they dropped uh, everybody off, you know, they get a couple hours to kind of, you know, hang out on the boat and do whatever until everyone's ready to uh, jump back on. And uh, so they drop everybody off, go out. Um, they set up a, a Mad Max behind uh, behind the boat, and then they start kind of trolling. You know, they see um, some foamers and stuff, and, and the closer they get, since that boat is so big and, and causes that such like a huge weight behind them, they kept pushing the fish down, you know, back and forth pushing the fish down. And, and everybody, you know, everybody wanted to get at one tune on the boat. Never been done, you know, in the 40 years of service. And then uh, the captain, he what he decided to do, um, instead of going, you know, by a foamer or straight through a foamer, um, he started making like these figure eights kind of deal. You know, it's cut, cut, get kind of close do a figure eight with the boat. And uh, what that was doing was it was, allow, it was allowing the, the Mad Max to actually swim the right way. And that current, you know, from those that big boat um, kind of helped it, basically. And uh, right before they were getting ready to go, um, they, I would say probably the last 10 minutes or so before they had to head back and pick up the people from the island, uh, they ended up hooking up, uh, and they're 50-wide. Um, they had a 50-wide hooked up, started ripping, the whole crew went crazy. You know, they, they ran down on the swim. The, I guess okay. it would be a swim step, but it's like six, hey, Andrew, foot or so. Hold on, Andrew. Yep. Hold that thought. we got to go to break. So this yeah. is Angler Chronicles mm-hmm. on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Angels Radio M830 KLAA. You're listening to Angler Chronicles, and I know there's nothing worse than being cut off in a good story. So, Andrew, continue on, my friend. <laughs> yeah, so so basically on the, on the Catalina Flyer, uh, and remember, this is not a charter boat. This is not a boat that you can pretty much fish on, but... You know they 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 did it. They they ended up uh, they so they hooked this tuna. Um, it's probably in about that seventy to eighty pound class. They're fighting it. Um, they got it close to the back of the boat. And one thing the captain was telling me about the boat is that it has these big props and everything like that. So the odds are against them to land this fish because there's a lot of stuff back there that can cut them off. Right. And as we're getting the fish, you know they're 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 getting it closer. It's doing you know the the typical tuna roll. You know. Just, kind of going, you know, big circle, and it went under the boat, and uh, and they, they thought for sure, like, oh, great, you know, it's going to hook on something. So what they did is they leaned over the rail, and the rail's probably 15 feet from the ground. Right. So they leaned over the rail as far as they could, and they were able to pull this tuna out, come around, and so the, the, they had the two deckhands in the back there with, with a gaff in each hand. The fish comes around, and the captain yells, get him, get him. And the one deckhand goes to gaff him. He gaffs him on the side. And once he gaffed him on the side, this fish went crazy, took off, almost pulled him in the water. But he able, but he was able to, uh, um, uh, he let go of the gaff pretty much. And they're thinking, oh, that's it, that's it, the fish is gone. Fish does another circle, runs deep, gets him back to deep color, and has his fishes doing circles, he's got the gaff in the side of him. And comes around, comes around. The other deckhand reaches over, gill shots him, gets him in there. They pull him in the boat. They're going crazy. This, this tune is bleeding all over the back of the boat. I mean, the video, it's hilarious, you know, hilarious to see this fish being pulled up. They get him on the boat, and then, uh, and then they rush in, you know, to go, to go get everybody. And as everyone's, you know, getting ready to load, uh, to load on, the, uh, on the flyer, um, they go, hold on, you know, before we can get, you know, everyone to get on the boat, we need to get a picture. And they pull this tuna out. And you hear a crowd of probably, I would say, two to 300 people. I would say half of them were, were didn't believe it, and the other half just started cheering and going crazy. And so what they did is they had the entire crew on the front of the boat, you know, holding the fish. They got some good pictures with it. Um, but, yeah, it was, it's just it's pretty awesome. I mean, to, to do it on, on the Catalina Flyer, that's how crazy the fish is right now, you know, the fishing in our local ground. And, you know, after I made, I made the post and, you know, just shared it around social media, I, I had probably six to eight guys, you know, I'm sure they were joking. They sent me a message, hey, uh, uh, does the Catalina Flyer do overnights? And, you know, when can we charter the boat? You know, they were, everyone was having a good time with it. So you know, I had the great idea. I said, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta call the captain and have and see if he'll do this thing." So I called him. And I said, "Hey, I go, um, I go. Would you mind calling in nine seven six and doing a report? Since technically, you know, he caught a tuna. So he did. He called. He called in a nine seven six tuna and did a, you know, did a a fish report. You know, he's like, oh, you know, Catalina flyer. We're getting on the tuna. You know, they're biting good. It was, it was just a good time, but." All in all, I mean, in 40 years, you know, that they, they pretty much have never really, you know, put any fish on the boat and, and to land this tuna and, you know, how it got shared around the fishing community and everyone just enjoys the story. It's just it's a really cool catch, you know, especially on a boat like that. And that's how people catch the fishing fever. They see these things and they want to go out. Now we're, now we're going to be booking more trips to Catalina fishing. How cool no, is that? Much, yeah. 
But, Tony, this is when people should be out there fishing, okay? Right. Um, the, we've got this warm water right in front of us, okay, all the way from San Diego, all the way up, and actually further into Mexican waters. And, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, when you, you've got a boat, it's a big, huge catamaran designed for speed. It goes about 45 miles an hour, gets you over to Catalina pretty quick. And that's all it is, the ferry, you know, from one right. end to the other. And they're, they're, they, they get a chance to play around with the tuna that, that's crazy that is so okay, cool. that's simply simply crazy um and okay so, um, so uh sergio we got steve from uh phelps from long beach sport fishing on oh the line. they had an amazing yes and I, week, I cannot 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 wait to hear what uh, they got going on so good morning mr phelps good morning everyone how you doing good morning, today buddy good good um Let's start out with the El Dorado guys. Uh, Captain TJ's been mixing it up uh, between fishing the island and offshore, sometimes doing a little bit of both. Uh, the island's been producing great numbers, a big yellowtail up to 35 pounds. Uh, calico bass fishing's been really good, uh, throwing in a few barracuda and bonita, and then the offshore bite's been really good. Um, every patty's been holding fish, but getting them to bite is another story, of course, as I'm sure you guys have heard this week. Uh, but the Dorado fishing has been really, really good. So uh, your next chance to actually get on the El Dorado isn't until next Tuesday night. Uh, they got a two-day charter tonight, a two-day charter on Sunday night, and they are they're getting close to. Uh, I'm getting close to making it a go Tuesday night, guys. We already have uh, almost enough people to go. So if you want to jump on the El Dorado, just uh, hit up LongBeachSportFishing.com, click Book Online. If you have any other questions regarding the El Dorado, give me a call five six two. Four three two eight nine nine three. Cool. And we have a trip uh, next Sunday uh, for us Angler Chronicles. Is that one uh, full, Ron? Uh, Steve, it is full, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, it is. So that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to call the landing. You know, they do have a waiting list, and we, you know, you got a full week, so you never know what happens. So if you want to go, get out there. But you know, they got a trip tonight. Isn't that what you just said? Yeah. So yeah, and, have a, and right now it's hot. So get up off the couch and get out there and maybe get yourself a Dorado or a tuna right here locally. So you know it's pretty get amazing. Get your gear ready. It's yeah. fishing time. Let, <laughs> so let, what me, are, let me mention. Let me mention. I, I actually they they left last night on a two day. Sorry guys. They left last night on a two day trip and then Sunday night they have another two day. So okay. the next chance is Tuesday night. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so what about the victory? That's a oh, ca- Captain Phil has been on fire. Captain Fire, he, Captain uh, on Thursday. Thursday, he was actually one of the one of the top local boats. Uh, Captain Phil found found a lot of Dorado. He found a patty holding a lot of fish. Uh, the guys ended up uh, landing twenty seven out of over sixty hookups. So uh, it's 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 crazy right now. Fishing's been excellent, and uh, he went out yesterday, and I guess they bit a little bit better. Uh, down south yesterday, but he had a charter, and the guys insisted on fishing the island. So they went to the island. They actually ended up with a handful of big yellows and calico bass. And on the way home, Captain Phil found a patty, and uh, they they loaded up. They ended up with over 20 Dorado out of, a, I think he had said, 40 or 45 hookups. Uh, what you guys want to bring is 20-pound fluoro, number one hooks, one o, you know, being the biggest. 20-pound uh, fluoro has been the key. And uh, listen to the crew, guys. Listen to the crew. We've had a a lot of a lot of the losses. Uh, people just kind of weren't listening to the crew. They get excited and 
thumb the spool and pull too hard and not move. You know, just kind of listen to the crew. Everyone work together. We can we can deck more fish. Yeah, that that's what we've been talking about. All right, Sergio. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just uh, it's crazy. I get crazy. You got to you got to go do this stuff. And how cool is that when you're coming in and you get to stop and get one more bite of, you know, catches of these incredible fish. And these are not these tiny fish. These are, from the pictures that are coming in, these are really healthy fish. So I can't wait to get yeah, out there again with you guys. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're nice they're fish, talking. Tony. They're, they're a lot of nice fish. They're seeing actually, uh, believe it or not, they're seeing literally, without exaggeration, thousands of Dorado. You know, it's just these things... Uh, even with these good numbers, I mean, the amount of Dorado out there right now is is, is crazy. Um, I can't imagine if they actually decide to really bite one day. It just it, it'd be stupid. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I I personally got to witness how many Dorado out there, and we'll get into that in a little bit. So, but um, yeah, and, but let me let me just um, caution everybody. Um, I'm, I'm I'm watching the reports from the boats, not not from the people, but from the boats. And they're saying that they're hooking 40, 50 fish, but only landing about 20. Um, the land ratio, the landing ratio is not good, okay? And, and, and what's happening is a couple of things. Number one, if you do have the right gear and the right line and everything's going the way it's supposed to, the problem is people are not communicating with each other. They're sawing themselves off, okay? So um, you've got to... I mean, Toronto will go crazy, and when they do, they go on a wild bite, and they go left, they go right, they go everywhere. And um, you, you got to make sure that when you have a fish on, that you smell people, I'm coming under, I'm going over, and you've got to keep that line always in front of you, not at an angle. Okay, I've seen plenty of guys on the stern, and their fish is on the bow, okay? When you've got a 65 to 85-foot boat, that's a long way. Okay, and then it comes, wraps around everybody else, and besides the tangles and the loss of line because of the tangles, uh, the other thing that happens is he's got the fish, somebody else, you know, gets hooked up, starts running, and it saws him off. So um, you got to be aware of where your line is at all times. The fish are there. The fish want to bite, okay? Um, and, but, and when you do get that bite, you've got to be on your game, yeah. okay? If not, you're going to lose these fish. Yeah, Simple yeah. That. absolutely. I saw it firsthand. But, Steve Carson, what do you what do you got to add on this? I mean, it's pretty phenomenal what's going on. I do want to add something very important, and and Sergio and everybody is, is correct. Uh, light line, uh, you know, relatively light line, 20-pound fluorocarbon, a hook that's not too big. Um, and a nice lively bait kind of think that they're that they're small bluefin tuna something to avoid there's a temptation to do it don't do it resist the temptation don't throw lures at these dorado a couple of different things can happen all of them are bad um number one while you're fighting a fish he's you know that fish is jumping and shaking its head you've got the rod arched over if the lure comes loose now it's a bullet coming back either at your head or at the, at the head of somebody right next to you. And that's not the worst of it. If you happen to actually land the fish with the, with the lure in his mouth, if you haven't caught a Dorado before, they go absolutely ballistically insane on the deck and start flopping around. And if that lure comes loose from their face, which it does, it's going to be embedded in somebody else's face very quickly. So... Just fly line. No sinkers, no lures, no feathers, no poppers. 
just fly line for them. It works great, and it's a it's a much much safer way to do it. Yeah, um, you know, I was on a trip. Uh, one of the biggest things that I see going on, uh, how they're losing them, is they start pumping the fish and. It's a little bit different. Just reel. Keep reeling. Keep that line extremely tight because, like Steve and Sergio and everybody says, these fish are coming out of the water for the purpose of spitting that hook out and getting loose. And kind of, if you're pumping, uh, you're going to lose that fish. So just keep reeling. Right, Sergio? Absolutely. Do not stop reeling. you got to have that line nice and tight, and you need a bend on your rod. Right. If you don't have a bend on the rod, that's when the fish... It gets a chance to just get loose and go, okay? So uh, they're not the thickest of mouths, okay? You can pull a hook quite easily on a Dorado, but the only way you avoid that is by making sure your line is nice and tight. So it's part of the game, I understand, but a lot of the time, I would tell you, probably 80% of the time that you lose a fish is because of some, some uh, human error. Okay. Right. Uh, either the lines are in the wrong angle, you're getting, you know, sawed off by another fish. Uh, usually, that you're, you're not keeping the line tight enough. Uh, all, all these things uh, are part of it. And if you want to get bit on the Dorado, the best thing to do is use lighter line. And if you're using light, using lighter line, you've got to be a little more uh, sensitive with your uh, with your movements. Okay. And uh, make sure your drag is set correctly, not too loose, not too tight. And I mean, just there's a lot that goes on. But what, what, what's sad for me is when you hear the captain say, you know, they had 50 hookups that land 20 fish. And then you go, wow. Right. So um, you could have 50 fish on the boat, you know. Right. And, you know, Steve, um, us- Steve um, yeah. hang on a minute. we got to go to break, um, and we'll come right back. Um, Steve, uh which, I'll come back yeah, to you. I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. I'll Bo- carry yeah, on. we'll go. We'll go right back. We got both Steves and Steve. Both of you, hang on, and we'll be right back. This AM eight thirty KLAA Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Number two, with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. We're going to go ahead and queue up Danny morning mr jackson but we need to let steve phelps finish and um we'll get right to you okay danny oh you bet go ahead okay steve phelps hit it okay one more thing guys regarding the victory uh starting monday until thursday and the only reason it's gonna only be till thursday this week is uh they are chartered out friday saturday and sunday but the victory starting monday is going to be fishing offshore guys offshore for dorado so uh monday tuesday wednesday and thursday the boat departs at 6 a.m uh book through the website 
longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online. And once again, regarding the El Dorado, Tuesday night is your next chance to get on the El Dorado overnight freelance. The boat departs at 8.30. Cool. And, you know, we can't let you go until we get to you. Steve, thank you so very, very much. You have a great day, and we'll see you in a couple or about a week and a half. And, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. We'll have a good time. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Steve. You guys all have a great day. You got it. All right. Now, without further ado, the jig slinger, Sergio. What else you want to add to that? Oh, I just, I just now I'm just going to give him a new name. I'm just going to call him Dodo. Dodo. That's what I heard. <laughs> and he's so good you that know. now he gets his music twice. Is that amazing or what? Oh, that's because it's two does. That's do, right. Doe, doe. Do. Okay, good morning. Oh, good, morning good morning, Danny. Good morning, Danny. <laughs> good morning, uh, Ron and Sergio, and a special good morning to Steve Carson. You know, um, yeah, I, I'll, just, I'll just tell you, if I may, I, I'd just love to tell you about our trip yesterday. You know, this is something that doesn't happen to me very often and because uh, I don't go offshore that often, but... Um, it was uh, it was really turned out to be a bonanza. You know, we we left early. I had my three three of my good friends with me, and they wanted to leave early. They wanted to go uh, uh, looking for Dorado. You know, we heard there were some. I had I had actually Friday night. I was privy to look at a uh, a terrafin map and looking at the warm water. And it's it's very warm from quite honestly the the Avalon Bank, which is kind of due east of Avalon, all the way up uh, past Long Point. So. That's what we worked, but you know, it's like Steve Phelps was saying, you know, uh, it's finding the right patty. We found a couple of patties that looked really enticing. We were all excited to find one on the Avalon Bank, and and for nothing there, you know, no fish. But the water was 73 there, so we we started working our way. Well, people say west is more north than west, up hey. the front side of the hey Danny of the island. Yeah, can we uh, let's go to uh, bring up uh, uh, Pier Point Landing. Mr. Donnie Ashley. Good morning, Donnie. Sure. How are you today? Well, I'm doing great, guys. I was listening to Danny. I see him getting excited. I was running out. I had my compass. That man can tell a good, he's a good, he gives good information. He did. And he's going to continue on because he's got a lot of good information. But, you know, we want to get to what the landing's doing and et cetera. And I don't know if Sergio can hear you. Can you hear him? No, not at all. Okay, so I'm going to, Donnie, go ahead and give us all your information. And you guys, the Enterprise is on fire as well. And so is everything's out there. Hit it, Donnie. Yeah, it's really good fishing right now. In fact, you said uh, the Enterprise, the Angler's Chronicle, has the boat chartered for next Thursday. Yep. It's all sold out, but they do have another trip later in the year, so you can get the information on that. But we'll definitely be going offshore and great thing about it is we go down we get our bait down by the east end of breakwater and we come out and we head over towards catalina and not too far not too long before we're in a, a good fishing area and like danny was saying it starts down east of Avalon and runs up along the front side of the island the water is beautiful it's, it's nice and overcast today and what that means for us is that it's uh, not going to be near as windy in the afternoon there might not be wind at all because here in long beach it's, it's heavy overcast even this time of day but Anyway, I would tell the people to bring a mixture of gear, bring heavy gear, even a trolling outfit. We've had some tuna and Dorado strikes open water trolling. 
and then bring some action gear for uh, Dorado and uh, Yellowtail and Tuna and even some uh, bigger cow tuna. And then we head over there and we look for the kelps and look for a breaking fish and a tuna. And sometimes we slide into the island and catch some bass and eat it. So we bring a wide, wide variety of gear and just be geared up and be excited. Because after we leave the breakwater, I'd say within 15 or 20 minutes, we're out in the area where we could be catching fish. And yesterday it was really, really good rotto fishing. But as good as it is, there's a lot more fish out there just waiting to get for the right delta rig, and then it's really going to be phenomenal fishing. So, so what do you think they? Uh, what should everybody bring, Donnie? I know it's hard to do, but just about everything. If you have yeah. a trolling outfit, I would bring it. If you have an outfit with forty or fifty pound fish, you can use that for trolling. But bring that. The bait has been beautiful. Some days it's a smaller sardines and anchovies. That's that's the best mix we like. And then other days it's the bigger sardines. So variety of hooks anywhere from two to two old hooks uh you don't need very much weight but you, you know, maybe a little bit of weight a half ounce or something or some scampies if we end up fishing the islands and then uh flat ball jigs sometimes we've been finding uh, the bluefin and daylight let that flat ball jig go down there 100 150 200 feet and get a big bluefin so the bottom line is if you have it at home carry it down the landing get it on the boat hopefully you're gonna need it all outstanding outstanding so how do we get a, and i can't wait to see you thursday but uh how do we get a hold of you well we're our website fairpoint.net that's right you get on there and you can book for the enterprise it goes every day at six o'clock and we get back around five thirty six. it's been a full day of fishing and the half day boat city long beach goes every day at 10 o'clock they've been out here fishing local and the barracuda started to show up again but if uh, they're fishing the sculpin the rockfish and barracuda when they show up they can tell by the birds they're driving around they see the bird schools and then someday some sand bass but if they have a smaller bait it's really good fishing on the bass the cosmo and sand bass you got to throw a lot of them away but it's good action both so anyway the enterprise goes every day at 6 a.m and uh half day both city lobbies goes every day at 10 a.m and one more thing guys we still have a couple more weeks where we're doing our kids fish for free so our weekdays an adult one paid adult can bring a child under 16 years old on the weekdays, even on the Enterprise. So you can get out there and throw in the ocean, and it's exciting to fish jumping around. And maybe you can catch a Dorado. He doesn't have to go all the way to Mexico to catch himself a Dorado, a Mahi Mai. I know. And that, what you know, every year we keep saying, and you know, you're right. I, I do believe you. And you said that, you know, we're going to be fishing in November and December. Uh, you were right on. You said it's just going to be a little later this year. And sure enough, here it is. Yeah, it's a really good fishing. That's what I always tell the people. When you, you, know, you start out fishing in April, May, June, save yourself some money. Do some honeydews earlier in the year so you can go fishing, take advantage. Kids are back in school. People are working again. And uh, you just take advantage. Loads are lighter. And people don't realize the weather. That's weather around here. It comes in September and October. Come right. on out fishing. Go to pierpoint.net and sign up. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't wait till Thursday. You know, I I was out. Go ahead, Sergio. Yeah, I mean uh, Thursday. I let everybody know that it's a fish fishers of men uh, West Coast private charter. It is uh, already full, uh, but I mean you should have a, a blast out there. The Enterprise had a great day. In fact, they they mentioned they had forty or fifty hookups. Um, so 
again, guys, um, I know you're thinking you're in three-quarter day mode, but you're really in overnight day-and-a-half mode here in plain summer. So you got to do the, in the shuffle, as we always say, the dance. You've got to communicate. You've got to get these fish on the boat, okay? There's just way too many break-offs uh, not to get them. So um, I'm just saying it's, it's going on. The Enterprise is one of the largest platforms the spacious platforms we have in Southern California. So if you want a big boat that you can fish with, uh, that is definitely it. And they are catching fish. So I know, I don't know if Donnie can hear me. I can barely hear him. And uh, Donnie, you were right on. Like Ron said, you, you, you said it was going to be a later season and boy, were you on this one. So uh, thank you so much for the great information earlier in the year. And uh, I'm just glad everybody's catching fish. Okay, yeah, so, I heard both of that. Heard you. I'll get. I'll get off here now. But it's good to hear you. And looking forward for you to get back down here and tell us and showing us how it is. Good fishing, everybody. Take care. Thanks, Donnie, and uh, you take care of yourself. And we'll see you Thursday. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Let's get back to the jig slinger himself. I know he is just <laughs> chomping at the bit. Can't wait to tell his story. Right now, we have no interruptions. It's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You know, interruptions are fine, especially when they come from someone like Donnie Ashley. That, that's not an interruption. That just has to take place. You know, we all respect him so much, of course. Anyway, uh, Ron, we, um, we got out there early. We, we got nachos, sardines at 6 a.m. We, we, we had already left the bay receiver at nachos at 6 a.m. We went straight to the Avalon Banker there at 7 o'clock. And uh, we we just we just started looking for patties, and I'm I'm the type that I don't like to look for patties. I know some private boaters do, you know, full bore. I I like to uh, got, kind of got this from Corby. He said, you know, if you're looking for patties, don't run 25, 30 miles an hour. You, you might miss something. So anyway, we we did find patties uh, early, but, but then the one that that really worked was when we get up we got up off of uh, again. Uh, we were actually on the way home. Tell you the truth, we were we uh, we were we were had pointed toward home, and so we were on a straight line from like Hen Rock to Huntington Harbor. That'll tell you exactly where we were, about six miles off the beach. Of course, it changes all the time, but but um, we found the patty that was just oh my gosh! And by the time we left, there were five boats on it with us. Every boat was bit. I mean, uh, private boaters. Everybody was bit. We wound up with eight fish for the three anglers. I filmed all of it, so I've got some video of it and some good mm, photographs. But, yeah, and uh, so it was really good. And, uh, you know, these fish, uh, you, you know, you were talking to, and Sergio about, uh, you know, doing the right thing, paying attention to the crew if you're, you're on these sport boats. Uh, you know, that, that's so important. Of course, we, we had one or two. I think by one time we had three going. Generally, it was. One, of course, they're a little more manageable, you know. But uh, you know, they're tough fish. They're tough to gaff. They they don't hold still, you know. And uh, and of course, they're very acrobatic. Every videographer loves Dorado because they're out of the water as much as they are in the water. So anyway, we had a great uh, uh, day, as it turned out. We found the patty that we that we got the fish in was 75.4 degree water wow. i could not believe that and on the way home ron on the way home it never did get below the, the the it did cool off a little bit but right before we 
got to Long Beach, it was still 72-degree water. So let's just hope this warm water sticks around for a while. I think as long as it does, we're going to have these Dorados, yeah. and who knows what else. So it, it was a good day. The, the jig slinger had a good day <laughs> filming and, and, and watching, but it was a, a, a lot of fun. I'm a little bit hoarse because I haven't yelled a fish like that. <laughs> so <laughs> you tell I don't know if Danny can hear me, but his new name is no longer the Jig Slinger; it's Dodo. Dodo. Okay. So, Dodo, Danny, okay. What, what's going on on Anger Chronicles TV? Well, you know, let's let's get to the the main point here. We got an excellent episode for everyone, Ron. Tomorrow, we're going to go back to the East Cape, uh, Palmasay Cortez. Okay. So I lied to you. I lied to you. We're going to have to go to break. So this is Angels. Well, okay, go, go ahead. Go All right, ahead. so this is uh, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio AM 830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme, Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next-level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio AM830 All right everybody, welcome back to Angels Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA and I'm so excited I can't even talk but um, go ahead and continue Danny. Well, let's let's continue with the TV show run. Palmas de Cortez, East Cape, Van Warmer Properties of course. Dave Marciano, this is one that uh, Sergio, of course Dave Dave and Nancy Marciano from Gloucester, Massachusetts and Ben Seacrest for the accurate. Uh, excellent fishing. Kubera Snapper, my gosh, uh, in the East Cape, Kubera Snapper. Got a uh, uh, nice rooster fish there for Dave Marciano. It's, it's all action. It's all action. And it, and it talks, of, and what I like, one, one thing I really like about it is the good food, the good seafood, which I love, there at uh, the event at uh, Palmas de Cortez. So that show will air tomorrow at 8.30. At 8 o'clock, you'll have one last look at Cedra's Frenzy. Then at 8.30, Palmas de Cortez, Dave Marciano, and that will air, of course, five times this this next week on Valley Sports West. There, um, Ron, so that's it. That's my report. I just hope everybody can get out on, you know, while these Dorado are here, the Dodos. I'll be the Dodo head now. That's fine. And um, 
Well, but, I, um, I, I'm sure we I, could all be called worse things, but, uh, you know. I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, But uh, incredible and, and great job, Danny. I saw that, and I started cracking up. I go, that, that is – and who, who would think it right out here off our doorstep? Right. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. It really is. So, and so, and so I'll say one last shot there. That's a volume of fish. Right? Yes. You wouldn't believe the volume of fish. There, there had to be an acre of fish. I mean – I, you didn't have to be on the patty. Just just put a bait on. Well, yeah, I was out. Out. I was out Wednesday on our fishing school, and we couldn't believe the volume of fish. It was truly amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's Sergio, yeah, can, it really is. can you hear Danny, Sergio? Yeah, I can hear Danny right okay. now. I just want to ask him a question, and I don't know if he can hear me. Uh, when's that two and a half uh, episode coming out? Uh, Danny Sergio wants to know when the two and a half day uh, on the Ocean Odyssey is coming out. Oh, I mean, that's a good question because I'm closed captioning right now. The plan is for next Saturday, the, or Sunday, the 21st, Sergio. So I'm closed captioning excellent, it this weekend. Excellent. It's an ex- excellent show. Excellent show. Glad you asked. And then tell them that I I'll tell them also relay this, Ron, that uh, the Dream Extreme is coming up too. He's working on that right now. Right. So Danny, he wanted yes. so. So you heard that. Okay, so you would talk about the Dream Extreme coming up. Okay. Yeah. We'll look forward to that. Thank Always you. the Lake Hills. Our Dream Extreme is the big one. So you betcha. Cool. All right. All right, Mr. Dodo. Okay, good job. Good job. <laughs> I don't mind that a bit. You guys have a great weekend, everybody. You Steve too, and Danny. And be guys. safe. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, yeah, it, 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 it's like everything, okay? Um we always say this: the fish are biting. You got to be out there, okay? And um, you know, Danny took uh, the center console. I mean, the center console, the um, AC3, okay, out of Freedom Boat Club, and just went across. And right there, in between us and Catalina, you find a patty, 75 degree water. It's bingo. It's it's game on, okay? I mean, you've got the Catalina flyer catching tuna, okay? You've got. <laughs> Uh, all the three quarter days, you know, just loading up on on uh, on Dorado. I mean, you were down at Dana Point uh, this uh, past week, you know, got some Dorado and then came into the kelp and played with some of the calico bass. So, right now, get on the water, get out there. Uh, my recommendation for anybody going out here locally: uh, have a 15 to 20 pound outfit, okay, and then also have maybe a 20 to 30. You can bring a 40, but I think 20 to 30 will, will, will do just fine. If you go too heavy, um, you know, the Dorado may not bite it, but um, mm-hmm. just go out there. You make it lucky. You make it some Dorado, want to bite 60, that's fine. Okay, that's happening a lot down uh, on the Ocean Odyssey, for example. The Ocean Odyssey limited, limited out again on the on the Dorado, and they had some tuna. They had a really nice tuna this week as well. Um, so... Yeah, you gotta have. If you go down to San Diego, yeah, I'd bring some of the heavier stuff. If you're going out local, I concentrate more on the lighter end, okay. And then have several outfits if you have them, because when these things go off, when you get bit off or you know they they gaff a fish for you, it's just a mayhem. So what a lot of times they'll just cut your line. You, if you just put that rod in the rack, grab another one you got set up and go instead of having to tie on a, a, another hook. Right. It's always good to have multiple rods, okay, and be ready because when the bites happen, you got to be on it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're tying hooks, you're tying hooks, you're tying leaders. When the bite's going on, by the time you're done, the bite's off. Yes. So, um, yeah. 
Um, you know, we were out there on Wednesday, and, you know, I want to say that every boat in Dana got Dorado. And the thing was mm-hmm. is it wasn't – it's like Danny said, the volume. We were – we didn't even see a patty. They just out there boiling. It was amazing. I got to see that. It, it was mm-hmm. – uh, <laughs> That's crazy. You know, Captain Chad on the Clemente, boy, he, he – it was funny. We were the first boat uh, – we were the – third boat to leave we were the first boat to hook up and he did an excellent job we we're the high boat uh he just did a great but we, you know we're all looking for patties and all of a sudden he goes oh man right in front of the boat and it was incredible it, it's it was like back you know we've had all the bluefin out there boiling uh it was pretty amazing uh he just out there and we were on them uh, until and then about 11 12 o'clock they kind of just disappeared so but mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't even on a patty. That's how many fish are out there, guys. So I can't, I can't, you know, I, I got to give it to Chad. He says, we're going to try a spot out here and we're going to head out there. And sure enough, we were in a two hour boat ride, which was everybody starting. You know how that gets, Sergio? Everybody gets kind of antsy, but boy, they're all happy after that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes it requires a little bit of driving for these guys to get you to the spots, but man, Everything can happen in, in the blink of an eye, if you wish. Um, you, write the, you find the right patty, and it's on. Get your limits and go do something else. Um, it, you just got to be ready. Got to be ready. Okay. Well, you know, so it, you... it was wide open, you know, because Ron Southerd caught a fish, so it had to have been wide open. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The twins are listening, so uh, I just had to throw that out there, but. It was really incredible. I, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff, Sergio, you and I, in the last eight years, and mm-hmm. I, I, I've never seen it out in the middle of nowhere, no patty. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, oh my gosh, I, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, well, the funny thing is this, you know, when you, when you find fish that there's no patty, okay, chances are they're doing something else, okay, they're not necessarily on bait, okay, so. Getting them to bite sometimes. You see the volume, but you don't get a good bite. So what, what does that require? It requires you to spend some time at the bait tank, okay, at the, at the, the bait well. And you got to get the right bait. you got to get that one that swims right, doesn't have all the red in it, um, lighter line. That'll get you bit, okay, or at least increase your chances of getting bit. Yeah, Steve you Carson, know, so. what, what, what else do you recommend with what's going on? And then I want to hear, you know, you had some stuff going on, but. What? Well, what I was, was going to add is even though uh, they're biting good, sometimes the Dorado, you know, are like any other fish, they don't want to bite. And the fluorocarbon, just a short piece, you know, three, four feet at the end of your line, 20-pound test, uh, will not only get you a bite, but Dorado have teeth. You know, they're not like a shark, they're not like a barracuda, but they definitely have teeth. So if you hook a a 20-pound or so Dorado on 20-pound mono, and he's jumping around and fighting for a little while, uh, he can shoot through your line very easily. Yeah. And the the fluorocarbon, besides cutting down on the visibility and increasing your bites, is also more abrasion resistant, so it will hopefully resist the teeth long enough for you to land them. Yeah. Although once you've landed a fish, whether you're using fluoro or mono, make sure you check and cut and retie because there's a very very good chance that your you know the last couple of feet of your line and certainly the last foot of your line is probably damaged and won't hold up to another fish yeah um you know we were that and once again we're back to checking your equipment um 
one of our rear wheeler good friends good morning john uh he actually was looking at his line and he goes oh my gosh and about 20 feet up on his braid it was all chewed up it was all nicked and so you know it, it it's pretty amazing um what, what I, I can say when there's a lot of fish in the water, like a big school of Dorado in particular, that are all kind of near the surface, swimming around eating the chum or just eating natural bait, um, quite often one can just, you, you may have a fish hooked and you've got a fish 100 feet down or out on your line, and another random swimming fish can literally, not on purpose, chomp down on your line. Yep. And now, be, again, because of those teeth that the Dorado have, now you've got a weak spot in your line, so you've yep. definitely got to be paying attention. Yep. So, Sergio, what else you want to add? No, I agree with, with Steve. I barely hear him, but, yeah, uh, everything that you can think of to get bit, you got to try. If not, I mean, this is where it counts. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, we spend a lot of money on gear, and then we're the day comes and we're not ready. So... Uh, you got to have everything done. You've got to, like I said, talking to each other is a huge thing when you're dealing with surface fish, especially if you're on a party boat. If you're not, private boat's a little bit easier, but it's not, not good. Not good. Okay, so yeah. So uh, just be ready. Be ready. There's a lot of Dorado this year, so plan for Dorado. Okay, yeah. I know everybody wants to catch the big, huge tuna, but that's not necessarily what's around, so you got to make sure that you know what you're going for, and the best way to do it is you call the landings. Say, what are you catching? Okay. Or get uh, a 9762 and I get the report. Yeah. You know, who, who wouldn't want to catch, you know, I think that what California is five, correct? I mean, I, I, for some reason I thought it was two, but it is five. Who wouldn't want five Dorado? Are you kidding me? Oh, oh best fish tacos around. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Actually, in California, it's ten. Oh, ten. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Okay, Mexico. so there you go. Two in Mexico, but ten in California. Wow. And I learn something new every day. Doesn't really apply. Doesn't really apply so much for uh, you know Long Beach and San Pedro, et cetera, or even Orange County boats. But if you're in San Diego, also you got to remember it's it's not where you catch them, it's where your boat is. So let's just say you go out and you out of San Diego and you catch a bunch of Dorado, you catch more than two uh, north of the line, and then later on in the trip you go south of the line uh, chasing tuna or whatever, uh, now you're illegal. Yeah, so you have to bear that in mind. doesn't matter what, if you were in U.S. waters earlier, if now you're in Mexican waters, you got over two per person, you're breaking the law. Wow. You know, I, I don't know. I thought it was five, but Man, it's nice to know because now I really want to go more. Sergio, let's jump on the victory or something on this next week because that's where they're going offshore. Yeah, I'll be back on right. Friday, so maybe next week we can go ahead and yeah. do that. Hey, I just out of curiosity, did you guys hear a big bang? Like when I was, I just fell. What, you did? Is that what that was? Dude, I, I, yeah, what's happening <laughs> here is this. Okay, so check this out. I'm in the garage, right, because I'm trying not to wake up my folks. I'm not in the garage. I open the garage door because it's been 107 here yesterday. Ooh. It is miserable. So I open the garage door, right? I'm sitting there listening to doing the show with you, and I get bit. So I go back in the house. I grab some cortisone, put it on the bite because these mosquitoes are just or whatever they got. No CMs. I don't know. They hurt. 
Okay, so I'm putting, you know, some cortisone on me, and oh my God, I went backwards. My coffee cup fell. Oh. Uh, it was crazy. Are we okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay, because it was a loud bang. I just thought maybe you were moving your phone around, but okay. Hey, we're, we're... we are an action packed <laughs> show, okay? We, we get are. Play by play. And you know, we get play by play. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it's funny. I. I could just. Oh no, it's funny. Wanted, My elbow doesn't think it's funny. I wanted to uh, see. Although I hit the funny bone there, so it's good. It's good. Uh, uh, I'm good. I'm good. But okay. um, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> so once again, you know, I want to, I want to thank everybody at Dana Wharf. It's always great out there. You know, nice clean uh, boats, clean landing, clean everything. Very well run. Uh, the everybody's so cool. Uh, Captain Chad and his crew. Uh, uh, just what a phenomenal day. Um, weather was perfect. Fish were great. Um, I couldn't ask for And then we got to play with Calico later in the afternoon. Now that, that topped it off a beautiful day. So I want to thank Dana Wharf, as always. And we do have another trip coming up on the Sun Fund on the 14th. So give us a call. Area code 714-969-9750. And I have a feeling uh, whether it's, Is it, whether it's is with this kind of warm or? water. It's a three-quarter day. With this kind of warm water, we're going to still have fish around. So, all right, we got to take a break. I can hear the music. So this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And we are going to go right away 
to Captain Rick Scott on the Ocean Odyssey so that we can hear a live update. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Ron. How's everybody doing? Everybody's great. Sergio's on the line. Can you hear him, Sergio? Yeah, barely, but I can hear him. Okay, so I'm going to leave you two go at it. So, go Rick? at it. All right. Yeah, so well, you know what I mean. Thing, okay, but the number one thing I want Rick hey, to do yeah. for me is to relay a message to Dina, okay? Dina has been taking photos of her feet crossed. That <laughs> That particular pose uh, is patented uh, by me. Can you hear me? Let me set the, let me set the phone down. I'll, I'll go down and wake her up and tell her. No, no. Hey, Rick, for me, don't do that. Okay, wait until 10 or 11, please. Oh, no, no. I want her nice and hot. I want her nice and hot. Uh, no. Okay. No, yeah, it's really cool. It's just great to see you got a really nice tuna this week. you got... Uh, Limited Dorado. Rick, tell us what's going on. Yeah, so fishing earlier in the week was really good. We had really good yellowtail fishing, Dorado fishing, and um, it was fun. It kind of went downhill the last couple of days. We uh, are out looking for those Dorado and yellowtail to find them back on the kelps. But um, we fished yesterday up by San Clemente Islands. Uh, there's a little pocket of water up there that has a lot of Dorado in it. They just are really reluctant to bite. We did catch, we, well, we hooked a bunch and we caught a few. So, but there was a really good sign up there. So I think once that settles down and gets on the kelp, it's be good fishing up there. Um, so, so bluefin popped up in the middle of the day. We were, I managed to get on a, a nice school of bluefin yesterday. We took six, put one on the boat, a nice 60-pounder, and uh, everybody else got chewed off or drags were too tight or... 25 pound and they were you know 60 to 100 pound fish mm. so good grade of fish and uh, beautiful weather and we're looking forward to uh the next couple weeks here and these fish settle in on the kelps and start to bite yeah I, absolutely George, you got anything i don't know if you can unfortunately hear i didn't get a chance yeah unfortunately i couldn't hear, hear him but uh, i heard that uh the weather was beautiful is that what you said yep so the weather's been great. Uh, they ended up uh, over by uh, Clemente, and they found a nice pocket of Dorado over there. So, oh, yeah, it looks like the fish have come up here. They're they're up where we are instead of heading down right. the sand to Mexico. So um, that makes it a lot easier for all our local boats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and uh, and then, you know he's got the range uh, to make it either go south or go north. So. Ocean Odyssey is a great bet if you want to catch some fish, for sure. You can go either way. Yep. Um, you, know? you know, I don't know, Rick, if you could hear it, but you know, we have we have acres and acres and acres of Dorado up here. They are everywhere in the water. Danny was saying, uh, yeah. well, where I was out, the water was 74 degrees, so pretty amazing. 75. So, you know, and, yeah. So pretty amazing. Yeah, we actually had some 76, 76 degree water yesterday, which is wow. really, really hot, you know. And uh, our bait isn't great here in San Diego right now because of the warm water. Um, so we only took half the load when we left the night before last. And we ended up going back last night, getting the other half so that we could have bait for today. And we're back fishing down below the Coronado Islands this morning. Cool. So how's the weather out there? And, and what are you looking for right now? Uh, we're looking for kelp. There was some bluefin down here, sounds like, mixed with some yellowfin uh so possibly we could be catching some Dorado, some yellowtail, and uh, we're going to go in and take a look at that area where that bluefin and yellowfin is. 
So yeah, catch some of those. But we got to be home tonight because it's a two day, so we're not going to get a full day till sundown here. We're going to try to make something happen here before like one or two o'clock. And, so, uh, so I don't know if everybody. Got our fingers crossed. Beautiful yeah, weather. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if everybody heard what Rick said, but you know they lost a few bluefin because of light line and stuff. That that brings the fact that you got to take something, a lot of everything. So just again, be ready for it. You know, you land one fish out of yeah, six. Yeah, and, 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 and you'll make the clarification. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna fish up here in, in the out of Long Beach area, Dana Wharf, they're catching a lot of Dorado. You can get away with a lighter line. But if you go down to Mexico, you better be prepared with a heavier gear just in case. Yep. Okay, that's where it really counts. Okay, yeah. so you know that in that particular situation, you want a fifteen to thirty. You want a, a twenty to fifty. And you definitely want a 50 to 80 uh, type rig if you have to use three. And then, you know, the, here's the beauty about um, filling your reels up with Spectra, okay, is that you can always change the top shot, okay, and you can put 15, 20, 30 on 50 backing. I do it all the time on the bass rod, okay, and if you have to go up, you can go to 50. Yeah, and so then you get another one like cold 65, and you can put 80 liter, okay. Uh, all this works. Okay, so you can you can you, you got to be versatile. Okay, and but you got to have the right stuff for the right fish. So Rick, um, you're suggesting so you're looking for uh, what bluefin today, correct? So what are you suggesting they use? Um, yeah, they're they're a little small, a smaller great bluefin. Um, you know, we got a great group on here. Some of you may know who we have on here. We call him Hoss Jeff Hammond. He's got a great group of guys. We just. At the beginning of the trip, we decided that uh, they did, they didn't want to go bluefin fishing, so we were a little undergunned yesterday uh, for that bigger fish. Uh, but uh, the fish we're looking at down here below the islands, which uh, the full-day boats have been fishing, is 30-pound, uh, 40-pound fish. But like I said, yesterday we uh, we saw fish from 20 to 100 pounds yesterday up above there. And I know above where that is, where those other guys are fishing, above, above Clemente, uh, they were catching some 150, 200 pounders yesterday. So um, we just got, got to kind of be prepared for everything. With this yellowtail and dorado slowing down, you know, we, we're probably going to change our focus here and uh, start bluefin fishing again. Unless uh, the yellowfin show up and these dorado decide they want to bite. Yeah, so we're we're just uh, we're just a couple of weeks away from our two and a half day too. So I'm gonna we're gonna do our best to make sure that everybody brings the right equipment. So there you go. Yeah, well, yeah. Things, a lot of things can happen in a couple of weeks. So. That's true. So um, how do we get a hold of you? And uh, I, I was looking at your schedule again, so I, you do have trips available later in the year. In October, you can yeah. log on to oceanodysseyfishing.com, book right online, or give Dina a call, uh, not today because she's on the boat, at 619-889-4535. Cool. But don't call now. Hey, uh, be, be, wait, hold on a second. Before he goes yeah. out, send him this message, Ron me. Relay. Yeah. Tell him the two-and-a-half-day that we did is going to be airing and premiering next week, okay. like Danny said. Let him... <clears throat> okay, I don't know if you can hear that, Rick, but next week we are going to be airing the two-and-a-half-day we did on your boat next Saturday. Next, su- next Sunday. Cool. Okay, so perfect timing. And, uh, and John, it's a brand, it's a brand new episode. It's a brand new episode, so I cannot wait. It, what a great trip that was! So, 
As always, Ocean Odyssey, great platform. Like Rick says, he can guarantee service, which he provides, and one of the hardest-working captains I've ever seen. Uh, the fishing is optional, and we hope it happens, but he seems to always find the fish for us. What do you mean the fishing is optional? Yep, your group seems to get lucky. <laughs> it's a mandatory thing. <laughs> yep. So, um, anything else you got for us, Rick? That's it. I'm uh, getting to work here. We're going to see if we can put some fish on the Okay, boat make sure he tells today. Dina to not cross her feet anymore. Okay, I'm going to relay one more message to you, Rick, and says tell Dina not to cross her feet. Um, Without giving me credit. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Rick, have a great time and fill up the boat. Talk to you later. That's right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. It's going to be a good trip you guys are going on. Okay. Nah, so, okay. So hang on. Hang on, Sergio. we got to go to break. So we're going to get into our last segment here. But this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it, so I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM830. All right, everybody. I hope everybody's awake. What a way to end the show with a, a good old song by ACDC. What do you think, Sergio? Are you awake now that you've fallen down? Yeah, I'm awake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, that's a, that's a way to wake up. Hey, um, you know, before we go, um, I, didn't, I don't know if Steve did because I can't hear Steve, but make sure that Steve sh- shares with us. He had an unbelievable trip on Lincoln up here out of yes. Berkeley. I was just going to have him tell the story. Perfect. And I, I think Steve can hear you now, right, Steve? I can barely hear you. Okay, Sergio, he, he wants I, you to I, tell the story about your incredible Lincoln trip. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it was pretty incredible. Um, we were on the California Dawn 2 out of Berkeley Marina, which is a, a newly uh, renovated catamaran, really a nice boat run by Captain James Smith. Um, I mean, it's essentially the type of boat that Southern California anglers are used to. Nice, spacious galley, um, a really nice galley, 
And for our trip, they had not one but two two cooks. So uh, we we got to eat a lot, and there was a little bit of weather because that does happen in Northern California. We tried to get to the uh, to the Farallon Islands, couldn't quite make it there, but we made it to Point Reyes. You'll have to look on a map. It's about 20 miles north of San Francisco, which is almost as good as the Farallon Islands, and maybe actually even better for lingcod. We had absolutely wide open fishing on all kinds of rockfish species browns vermilions uh, uh olives you you know you name it we did we did catch i think two quillbacks and one copper so we sent them back down uh just like you're supposed to and the lingcod fishing was absolutely biblical i mean uh the, the, for, for people that weren't really um, uh, experienced anglers, the way the boat rigs them up is they use uh, kind of what you would call a reverse dropper loop setup. with kind of a long leader, maybe a five or six foot leader, and a trap hook, trap hook rig with a single hook in the front and a treble in the tail. And it, it, we didn't have any live sardines, so we used we had live anchovies, uh, which are not really quite big enough for lingcod. So we used a lot of frozen sardines which were just fine and you could get you drop it down there and just just let it soak within it within a minute or two you would have a big lingcod climbing on i was using uh slow pitch jigs which was a lot of fun because that slow pitch gear is essentially trout gear um you know i mean literally you wiggle it it feels like like a rod you use six pound tests with for trout and i was just i was getting bit within you know less than a minute usually within 30 seconds of getting down to the bottom something would bite it i would be disappointed when it was only a five pound vermilion instead <laughs> of a link cod and if you know if you wanted to use traditional rockfish gear you could um you know again i, I can't blame inexperienced anglers for just using the bait it makes it simple um one or two anglers were doing unbelievable on the link cod uh throwing swim baits Throw, you know, the boat was drifting, so you throw up current, swim, you know, let it sink to the bottom, swim it back to the boat. Basically, you couldn't make a cast without hooking a lingcod. And I would say that they were uh, 80 to 85 percent legals, up to about 20 pounds. Mm. We didn't catch any any true dinosaurs, but not really very many small ones either. Most of them were uh, easily legal, didn't even have to, me to measure them up to about 16, 17 pounds and a couple bigger ones. I got one about 18 pounds on my very light 100-gram slow-pitch rod, which, again, um, I'll let you feel that next time we see each other at, uh, uh, you know, whether it's at a show or whatever, and you'll be like, you got to be kidding me. This cool. is what you use. Um, and a little bitty number 200 size 10-fathom baitcaster with 15-pound braid. And, um, yeah, it's just like it takes – if all you're doing when you go rockfish fishing is, is uh, you know, get a bunch of fish for the freezer, you know, use whatever you want. It's fine. But, you know, when I go fishing, I'm going to have fun. And what the slow pitch gear allows you to do is it turns rock cod and ling cod into true game fish. I mean, in particular, the, the, uh, the brown rockfish fight like a calico when you hook them on that lighter gear. So uh, it was, you know, and, and lingcod aren't quite like a yellowtail, but, but they are definitely a fighting fish. 
Uh, we also had a few. I didn't. I didn't actually catch any, but a couple of people had uh, very, very nice ones. I'll try to find a picture and put it up on uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles. A couple of hitchhikers, where people were cranking up rockfish, and the lingcod just grabbed on and wouldn't let go. Um, speaking of, of uh, legal issues, if Sergio's listening, I don't know if he can hear me. Um, yeah. The law is a little ambiguous on hitchhikers. But if uh, if a if you're cranking in a rockfish and a lingcod has got a hold of him sideways and he's not even though he's not hooked if he's chomped down on that rockfish, you can absolutely legally gaff him. If he lets go and he's just staring at your rockfish and he's not hooked in any way and he's not holding on in any way, you cannot free gaff him. It's not legal. So just a little something to uh, bear in mind if you're uh, reading the fine print in the regulations. Uh, but it was just, right. just tremendous, tremendous fishing. California Dawn 2 is a catamaran, too, which means basically it has two sterns, which really makes it super pleasant to fish on. Um, can't recommend it enough if you're up in the San Francisco area on business or you're visiting relatives and maybe you're a little tired of visiting with your relatives and you need to, to beg off and take a day of fishing, uh, get on that boat. You will love it. What a great, what a great trip! And that, you know, just being up there catching a lingcod, and, and Sergio always uses a reverse dropper loop, so he's always ready for that. Mm-hmm. Really, Sergio that's my always favorite. uses the reverse dropper loop. He uses it no ma- religiously. You know, that's one of the things that he does. Well, okay, that that is what we do for the beginners. But I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go there. It's between you two now. Uh, he's lucky I didn't hear that Mark remark. Uh, <laughs> he didn't hear it, Steve, so that's good. And I'm not repeating it until oh, that's good. <laughs> he's, until after mind. the show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we got about uh, how many minutes, guys? Um, but you know, I just want to say that I do have some openings on the September 14 trip on the Sum Fund. That'll be our next one going out. Uh, area code seven one four nine six nine nine seven five zero, and then we have Taco Tuesday on the thirtieth. So and it will be live there. So I'm all perfect. Done. I just want to let me let me do this. Um, I wanted to thank all our listeners, especially through social media. Um, asking about my dad. I really do appreciate it. He's uh, tremendous, tremendous strides. He's doing much, much better. Um, I mean, I've got him walking, going to the bathroom on his own. That's huge. So um, he's doing a lot, lot better. And I just want to thank everybody for their thoughts, their prayers, um, uh, all the great messages. It's good to see that support. You know, I always said, you know, if I fish with you on the rail, we're friends for life. And um, our community really does come together. Like, we'll come together on the 30th for Taco Tuesday. We're coming together on Thursday on the Enterprise to raise some money to go down there. I mean, we're almost there. We're, we're going to be in the East Cape at the end of September, okay, handing out another six or 7,000 pairs of shoes, shirts, uh, sunglasses, all kinds of stuff for the people that need down there. Where we'll take care of about five to 6,000 people. It's just uh, a lot of good stuff going on. Pay attention to the tube, okay? We've got some new episodes coming out. We'll have a brand-new Ocean Odyssey next weekend. Uh, this week, you're going to look at uh, East Cape. I want to wish everybody that's fishing the Oahu um, tournament down there this weekend the best of luck. We really get some good fishing going on. I did hear that 
the trip that they did for fishers and men, the men only trip did very, very well as far as fishing. So, you know, get down to Van Warmers. It's a great getaway. Um, we'll be there soon. And then that episode that we took all the ladies, the ladies only tournament, that's going to be coming up as well. So a lot to look forward to. I'm just very thankful for everybody's thoughts. I wish I was back in Southern California uh, fishing all these fish, but, you know, duty calls up here. I can't believe this heat. I can't believe the mosquitoes. I mean, I just, just this morning, I got about seven or eight bites, and I was putting some cortisone, and that's how I fell. <laughs> Brought my foot up, boom, I went. Well. But um, anyway, just want to wish everybody a very, very good week. Get out on the water. It's fish time. I mean, you know, this is, uh, these are the times we are going to remember, okay? In the future, we can tell our grandchildren, oh, you have no idea what it was like in Southern mm-hmm. California with all the Dorado. And if you don't participate, you won't be able to say that. And right now, for the price of a three-quarter day, you can go out and have, you know, Mexico-style fishing right in our own backyard. So, I mean, Danny Jackson... On the center, on the on the uh, AC3, nailing uh, limits of uh, Dorado, uh, and we're not talking little babies either. Okay, so it's really really good stuff. Okay, so get out in the water. Okay, and if you don't like the ocean, get out in the water one of the local lakes. As long as you got bite on, you're gonna catch a fish. That's How's right, that, Tony. That's right. I yeah, love that's it. really good. And you know, we're I know you and I are gonna get on the um, AC sled and we're going to go out looking for them ourselves when you get back can't i would wait. love to go with you yeah. we'll get you uh, out we'll get us i'll we'll deck you back you. Uh, is salty and, and back in action and um and we'll just try to keep yourself upright That'll yeah i help. can't wait to put uh, i can't p- wait to put some red crimson on my anchovy yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey real yeah, quick okay. i got a uh, a big uh, uh event tomorrow i just wanted to mention for everybody that is in the fishing syndicate and wants to come out they're having a big fishing syndicate event that's their uh, fifth year uh clubhouse it's a fishing syndicate summer gathering and it's going to be at their clubhouse you can go to their facebook at fishing syndicate and check out the times it starts at about 11 o'clock and it's going to be uh it's in uh, la habra at their facility there so it's going to be great uh there's going to be a clubhouse expansion some food and drinks and then a big shout out to well, yeah, and you, you guys, they got to see the new. I mean, the, the way that he's restructured the whole place, it's huge now. Okay, they expanded the building. Everybody will get a chance to check it out. Um, all the rods are on display. All, everything he sells, you know, the the the, the clothing line. Uh, they get some some of their jigs. I got a chance to try one of the fishing syndicate jigs down in the, in the yeah. uh, Bay of LA. And oh, it nice. was money. I mean, well, just money. Tony and I will be there, and we'll be signing autographs. So we'll pictures <laughs> and autographs. Right? <laughs> and we'll sign. Yeah. We'll sign. I'm really good at forging Sergio's name now. So there you, um, go. There you go. Yeah. We're, we'll. We'll. And you know what? I'll try to. I'll lower my chair down. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shut yeah, yeah. okay. I'll be back. I miss I'll you, back I miss you my week. friend. I cannot wait until we get out there. Uh, I, I, I'm looking really forward to uh, it. Next week. Yeah, yeah next week. Next week, so, and we'll be on the water. Yeah. Okay, so it's good. Hey, Ron. Um, we got about how much time we got left? Okay, so I wanted to say, um, Cliff, hang in there, buddy. We love you. John, John. Oh, Mike, yeah, maybe Mike, a big, Mike. huge, a huge shout-out to Chuchin. Okay, yeah. Chuchin, I will give you a call yes, this week. Buddy, absolutely. just hang in there. We're all with you. Our yeah, thoughts, our prayers are with you, buddy. Took my okay. thunder away there. Um, but you know what? Um, God bless you. 
Um, everybody, hold on to the ones you love. You never know. And uh, I want to also say an early happy birthday to Mr. John Santangelo. We love you, brother. Oh, Johnny. Yeah, Ron, this is coming up and on I Monday. Know, I know. So I, I, gosh, everybody's taking my thunder. And happy birthday to the CFO. Happy birthday, Ron. I know that I won't. She's up well, there. Well, hey, with hey, you. that thunder is mine. Hey, All that right. thunder is mine. Okay. Okay, I've been hanging out with her for 37 years. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, once again, I want to thank everybody for supporting us for the last years. I know the shows with the phone lines and stuff like that are. Um, uh, Sergio will be back next week, correct? So, um, yes, I'll, I'll be, I'll be able to you. take a break and, and um, you know, uh, I'm going to need therapy. What do you mean, take a break? You got to pick me up. You got to pick me up in the morning and we can go do the show. That's so. right. Yeah, so, come pick me up. Yeah, too, no please. breaky, breaky. My car forgot how to get to your house. So, all right, everybody, yeah, but have fun fishing. Have get out there and go fishing. Right. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLA. Have a great weekend. We're out. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.